Are you drinking ice directly into the microphone? I was taking a swig off ice tea, yes. There you go. I won't be doing it during the show. I can I tell. Just... I could I could tell the sound of ice. No, there was no ice. It was uh a glass snapple bottle. It was the you know the lid when it when it when it hits glass. Yes. So that's what it was. I'm drinking Snapple. Diet Peach Snapple, my newest addiction. Oh yeah? Yeah. They don't uh they I, I my neck of the woods, they advertise that they have the the non-glass bottles. Well, when you buy them individually, like in a convenient or store, oh, like okay. they're plastic. But when you buy them by the dozen in a case, like a cardboard box, they're all glass. I used to do that. I used to have the case of Snapple in my trunk. Right. Well, I'm what happened was I was I was oh I was at my father's house for something and he has a refrigerator in the garage and I was like I'm dying he's like reaching I was like okay he's got beer he's got soda I'm like oh he has diet peach snapple and I used to be addicted like when I was working in the quarry that we stole a right. million years ago I used to drink like six to eight like regular sugar peach snapples a day so I was. That happened, and then I was like, "Well, I don't got borderline diabetes. I cut those out, and I have I didn't have them for years, for years. And then in the refrigerator was the peach uh, diet, and I was like, let me see how that is. Instantly fell in love with it, and that week, uh, my local store had buy one twelve pack get one free, and I was like, done. So now whenever they have buy one get one free, I just go in and buy two, sometimes four, because I'm just like, you're getting." The second half, you're getting the second box free. I mean, buy one, get one, Joe. Right. I used to be a um, a regular non-diet Snapple guy myself. Late 90s, early 2000-ish. I'd drive around with like, I'd buy like the pallet case and have it in my trunk, you know? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And you're a... then, was that? Because you're a stern guy. You had to support staff. Well, listen, I, I go back to the day when it was advertised on the Channel 9 show, you know? Even I remember that. With, uh, and there was like six flavors, and that was it. And it wasn't even like iced teas. It was like six lemonades. Right. I think there was one Arnold Palmer, right? Well, okay, so the Arnold Palmer <laughs> was called Mike's Mix-Up or some shit. Right. That didn't come around until like 97, 98. And then that was like the new hot one for me. And that one I liked a lot. You know when I stopped carrying the case of Snapple in my trunk? When you didn't have a trunk anymore? When it got real cold and the bottles all broke and exploded. Oh. Did you know freezing liquid expands, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Physics, son. You can't argue with it. Uh, I'm like, no, they'll be fine. You know, I've seen like, uh, that. I guess like they were just out there for too long. And I'm like, all right, I won't keep them in the trunk during the winter. My greatest disappointment, though, is in all the years that I drank Snapple. And I drank peach Snapple. I drank raspberry Snapple. I drank, you know, of the iced teas. They had a limited edition blueberry uh, tea once, and I never got it. And, like, I check every once in a while. I was like, I'll buy a case of that with sugar just to drink it. Because did I tell you when they changed? Did I tell you going to the casino to see the bassist bands play over the years, the one bar changed their bottomless iced tea policy because of me. <laughs> because of you. <laughs> right. Ask Matt's sister sometime. We went, right? Um, 
we went and we were just, I, I don't drink much. Like if I go out and I'm driving, I don't drink. When I'm drinking, I, there are stories that I'm drinking. And we went to the, uh, to one of the shows and I, I'd have to look up the bar in question at the, the thing. Cause I remember, uh, Matt's sister was getting the same thing too. They had, they just had, you know, sweet teas. And I was like, Oh, I'll have a sweet tea. And they're like, Oh, like just a plain sweet tea. I was like, well, why? And they're like, because they have the flavors, any flavor that you can mix with a liquor drink, like add some peach or raspberry or whatever they had blueberry. Right. So they just had, they had, a, they had to mix the, the teas. Like what they had the, 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 the bottles, they put the tea in with the water and shake it up. So I was like, Oh, give me a blueberry tea. Right. Give me. And I loved it. And I Matt's sister ended up loving it. And we were, we were drinking, and I was drinking them like all night. And because the teas were bottomless, I was just getting them. And like, I think he pay- played like, <laughs> like a few weeks later in the same bar. And we went back. And I was like, I have a blueberry tea. And they're like, uh, uh, like we don't carry that anymore. And I was like, oh, are the teas still? Like, no, we don't have any of that. Like, and basically. They didn't say it, say it, but it was because people were ab- abusing the privilege and it was tough to make. And they didn't feel like, you know, like you're mixing drinks, like which you're getting paid each time. And now you're, you, you know what I'm saying? Kind of a deal. And I, we just laugh like me and her still talk about that, that they don't make the, the blueberry teas at the bar anymore. Well, I've never been a fruit flavored dessert or drink type person. I think I've and this is just my taste buds, you know. Um, I I feel as though the uh, bl- the peach iced tea, and not just the uh, Snapple one, but really any peach tea variety, tastes like perfume to me. Okay. And it just that's the way my taste buds are. Um, but so you didn't br- like you didn't break the. Uh, the the policy there, they just took it completely off the menu. <laughs> yes, they took it away. No more blueberry teas and no more. I don't know. I don't remember if the teas were bottomless, but I don't think so anymore. Right. They didn't change the policy. They just changed the menu. Yes. Yes, pretty much. Right. But uh, I will admit, like you're saying, like uh, syrupy, like flavors of teas and everything. Other than that blueberry tea that I had at the casino, um, any blueberry tea I've ever had that was like a concoction of like, it's Lipton blueberry limited edition tea. They all taste God awful and they taste like it's tea mixed with blueberry cough syrup and the blueberry will stick with you. Like you'll burp or like, you know, like rub the, your tongue on the roof of your mouth three days later. Like I could still taste that blueberry syrup. It's like, there's like a coating on my tongue. I don't, I, I'm not down with that. So I'm very like, I'm very picky about my my blueberry stuff like that but usually blueberry flavoring is just is just god god awful now you and, know what the you know what the worst of the fakey flavors are i'm almost certain they don't do it in teas but they do it in other desserts mm-hmm. banana fake oh. fake banana is the worst fake bananas yeah uh, i i'm not a big fake banana guy you know what i mean like so. I, I love a banana you go somewhere you get a you you get a smoothie or something you know mm-hmm. but then you go like to the chain places like the orange julius that's sometimes attached to your cinnabons and whatnots yes my cinnabons yes right and they'll do the smoothies as well and they'll say it's banana or they'll say it's like banana extract mm-hmm. it's not banana and it's not banana extract it's like banana flavoring oh 
Right. Oh, it's bad. Like, it jumps out at you. Like, you could put 9,000 other flavors in there and that <laughs> banana flavoring, and the only one you taste is banana. <sighs> I learned a banana fact today. All right. Did you know that people eat more bananas than monkeys? When was well, the think, last time you I ate a monkey? Cap- I think per capita, just because there's more people than monkeys. No, but look, like, people eat more bananas than monkeys. When was the last time you ate a monkey? Oh, come on. <laughs> what? But uh, back to Snapple. When you, were, when, you, when you got the <laughs> bottles of Snapple, glass Snapple, I'll just, yeah. I'll do what you do. I'll just move on. Um, <laughs> when you get a glass bottle of Snapple, what's the first thing you do before you drink it? Uh, well, I have to open it. Right. You don't spank the bottom? Uh, oh, no, no, no. Um, I do give it a good shake, though. Oh. And the, the, with the iced teas, of course, even though they're made from the best stuff on Earth, a lot of times that best stuff on Earth sticks to the bottom <laughs> of the bottle. Yes. Yes. There is a bit of a uh, a sludge if you don't give it the what for. <laughs> but uh... so, I, don't, I never do the... Uh, I never do this smack the bottom because I think either it wasn't me, but it was like probably one of my brothers did that. And they were like trying to like, I don't know, like prove how tough they were to the bottle. I don't know. And the whole thing just shattered. Well, that's overkill. Right. And that's overkill. So I'm like, oh, never. I'm not going to take that risk. Oh, so now you have like a Snapple spank phobia. Yeah, yeah. I turn it up. I do. I turn the bottle upside down, and I do the shake like that, so I can see if all the sludge has been like taken off. You know, because this all comes about from when we were doing me and me and Adam were doing porch talk a couple of times. I ended up getting the Snapple, and I'm like, "Oh, do you want the Diet Pepsi or do you want a Snapple?" And he's like, oh, "I'll take the Snapple." And he just took it. I don't remember if he shook it or what, but he just opened. It. I'm like, "You got you got to pack it like a pack of cigarettes, man." Like you're gonna like like what do they call it you when you're doing one of your heaters when you're smoking ripping but, uh, a heater yes yes when you're ripping a heater before you do it you got to pack you got to pack all the the goodness off the bottom of the the thing and he had never heard of that and I was like no you do that and then like you end up ruining it because you know you had you had Atlas over there spanking the Snapple bottle but so go, going all the way back to this you were saying like the full. Uh, whatchamacallit, the, uh, the full sugar, if you will, Snapples, right? And the full sugar sodas. Like, I grew up on that. I don't know when I transferred over to diet. Um, I'm gonna blame, and I say blame, but I'm gonna give credit to April for that. Okay. I can give Um, you the... Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I think it was also maybe around the time that they started selling the diet Coke with lemon, like already in the cans. Okay. And I think that helped my transition to go away from like sugared soda to non sugared soda, like get you one way versus the other. Right. Right. Um, and then like, yeah, so they, then like whenever everybody get a Snapple, it'd always be the diet Snapple. And very rarely would you find the diet mix of the lemonade and the iced tea. Cause that's, that's really the best. Right, right. You know what's hard to find single is the diet, and in, 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 in like lesser stuff, is the diet raspberry. That's tough to find, too. But I know the exact, I know, I know the, the month and the year that I quit drinking sugary drinks. Was it November of something or other? It was November of 2013, after I had chugged a gallon of 
of uh, what was it? A gallon of Turkey Hill iced tea, and ate a box of uh, Jelly Babies while watching the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who. Got so excited the next day, may have had a kerfuffle. <laughs> so, yes, that's a that's a banner day in the Roker household. Related but unrelated. Right. Uh, how was that uh, kettle corn I got for you at uh, Knoebels? Okay, almost gone, by the way. Right. Two, don't ever, don't ever get it for me again unless you can portion it out and get it to me. Well, that's usually what we would do. We would, um, uh, we would get, like, a bag and, like, my wife would split it with the neighbor. Right. But right. I'm like, oh, it's Todd, you know? It's right. Popcorn. So fine. He'll put, like, a zip clip on it. It'll stay good, you know? I, I used the magnetic uh, alligator clip that I had on my refrigerator to, to use gotcha. it. And uh, I was eating it, and it's really good. And right off the top, I, I'll tell you, I was eating the top kettle corn. I was like, this is all right. This is... I don't know what Joe's talking about. But then when you get down where the other, like, the, the salts and the tastes have mixed in, oh, like, like it's like a... It, it's it's like a, a, a kettle... Ke- kettle corn like mine you got to get to the to, 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 to like the, the klondike you know what i mean you got to hit the the mother load because right off the top there's not a lot but when you get down you can, and then it's just slopping over with salt and kettle corn taste so we um we got the bag and i think i'm the only one who eats it mm-hmm. i don't think my kid eats it all that much but i try not to eat a ton like i'll eat like a baby bowl. And when I say like a baby bowl, I mean like the bowls that we have left over from when Asa was a baby. Right, right. I'll put like some in that bowl. Like it won't be like overflowing, but I'll just like, oh, I'll put some in there and that'll be like my midday snack working from home. See, my problem is my small bowl is a punch bowl. Right, there you go. So I just dump it in and go, and I'll be all right. It's a, a punch bowl. I'll go, at least I'll, I'll level it off. To make it safe, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I won't heap the punch bowl of corn. I'll level it off. So yeah. Ooh. So yeah, I'll I'll probably get more from you, but it'll be like, uh, you know what? Have your wife just give me a, a a freezer Ziploc bag or something. I don't need a I don't need the hefty bag of kettle corn. I don't know if we're going. I think Knobles is closed. No, I mean in the future. I, I forever. Knobles is closed forever. No, I think. Oh, okay. Like their season is officially done. Right, right. And then they're not opening back up again until after Christmas, where for the first time ever they're doing this like gimmick where you drive through the park and it's a Christmas light display. Right, because didn't they have a Christmas light display that you could walk through? Yeah, well, it would just be like the park would be open up that you could walk through, but now, um, you know, this is the first time that they're doing like a drive-through with it for obvious reasons. Right, right. Eh, well, if they if you go and you do drive through it, and they have like a, a kettle corn drive-through, maybe you know, like right. Of here, course, you get your kettle corn here for Christmas because you need it for putting on the string for around the tree. That's true. That is true. So the, so the cat can rip that down. Yeah, but the only thing that's open is the golf. The golf is open for the uh, whatever. And you're a big putt-putt guy, right? Uh, sure I am. Ugh. But no, we'll be doing that. There was um, 
you know, we did like one or two of those last year, and my kid enjoyed it. Yeah, until he revolts against his father. You got a few more years for that. When he's too cool to go for Christmas light spot. <laughs> Maybe not. We'll see. Right. When he's, you know, he's got his switchblade comb and he's out with the gals. That's what the kids do today, right? Switchblade combs? No. No. All right. I don't know. You're, you, you don't, you'd know more than I would. You're, you know, closer to, you, you, with the kid, you got, you're in that world. I'm, I don't know. I'm in one kid's world, and that's about it. And I think that's yeah. enough. Right. But the coolest kid in the world. I don't know. He's all, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Is there anything? Oh, so um, our Friday night movies that we've been doing. Right. We did, like, Halloween movies for, like, October. And then right. just this past weekend was Halloween, which was, you know, interesting. Did you go trick or treating? We did. Did you now? Did you go to like just family and friends' houses, or did you go trick or treat and trick or treating? Trick or trick or treat, trick or treating. So the, the okay. plan initially was that we were just going to go to my brother's house, which is what we do every year. Um, because his wife, like, they have two like little kids, like four and one, going on. Like he's going to be two uh, in February, but again, they're kids, they're little kids. Um, so they go there. And, like, they do a bunch of activities for the kids. And then we would typically go around the neighborhood because it was, like, my old neighborhood where we grew up, right? Mm -hmm. I was under the impression that that's what we were doing this year was we were just going to the house. We were going to do whatever it was there. And then that was going to be the end of it. Well, as we get there, we see, like, granted, obviously not every house is lit up. But, you know, I'd say, like, a fourth of the houses that are usually lit up were lit up. Mm Mm-hmm. So the kids are all coming in. The kids all see this. They're already in their costumes. They all want to go out. We're like, okay, we're going to go out. But everybody's got to wear masks. Everybody got to stick together. And, you know, I would say of the houses that were open, most of them had the shoots, the candy shoots. Mm-hmm. A lot of the other ones just had like a, t- like they, the person would be sitting on the porch and then, like, down the steps, like, on the sidewalk, there would be a table with, like, candy and stuff on it. So, like, just take it as you're going by. Right, right. I just thought a lot of people would, because I just seemed the logical idea was get a couple of, like, lunch bags and just put a little bit of candy in each bag and be like, that way, you know what I mean? P- kids aren't just digging their dirty hands in bowls and stuff like well, that. Well, right, and it, so it wasn't, it wasn't any of that. It was just, like, here's, like, it was, it was that. It was, like, here's a bunch of bags, right? Gotcha. Here's a bunch of, like, full-sizers. You know, mm-hmm. so that's how it went. And the kids seemed happy and satisfied. Like, luckily, it wasn't like really bitter cold, but it was cold right. enough. Like most of the kids were like, OK, let's go home. Right, right. And, uh, you know, so we were out late. I don't think we got home until like 10 o'clock, which is late for the other two. Not for me. Right. Um, And then we turned the clocks back. So everyone's sleep schedule is all fucked up this weekend. And mine's right. Still is as we record this, you know? Right. Um, basically, what? So Halloween was on a Saturday night. So Saturday. I, yes. So, yes. Yeah, so basically, all I did was turn off the lights and drink alone, which is just like every other Saturday night. So it worked out great. Right. Every night is Halloween when you're Todd. <laughs> That's right. Ooh, I have salted caramel whiskey to try. Turn off the lights and <laughs> weep my way to the bottom of the glass. <laughs> 
But yeah, so what movies did you watch then? All right, so um, so far for the month, I'm trying to think back. And then we watched Beetlejuice. Did we talk about that? Yes. Yes. Did you watch Ghostbusters? We had taken him to, to the, the drive-in to see Ghostbusters. Okay, that's why I'm remembering that one. But go ahead. Um, trying to think of something else Halloween-esque that we watched. Right, because I remember weekend. you do saying something about them on Twitter over the over. You know what I mean? And yeah. they're not they're not uh, sticking in my mind to what they are. Right. So Beetlejuice was like three weeks ago. Two weeks ago was uh, Hocus Pocus, which neither one of us yeah. liked. April that that was April's when she was growing up favorite. Right. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. So. You're okay. You're fine. Yeah, I'm gonna be fine. I guess. Um, Ace didn't like it. Um, I didn't like it just because it like felt it looked cheap. Like it looked like it was like on the set of like a high school play. Oh my god! Were you critiquing the wigs all the way through? No. And then for makeup, like to be like scary faced or whatever, like the witches themselves didn't have makeup on. They just made ugly faces, and they really didn't hold them very well for most of the movie. Right. And then people are like, oh, well, you know, you have to understand, like, those were those Disney Channel original movies from the 90s. And I'm like, no, this had a theatrical release, man. This is, like, a legitimate movie. Right. You're just mad that there weren't, like, severed heads and guts. Like, that's what you're looking for. Um, but it was God. Hocus Pocus. There you're was, looking at, you're there looking was at a it. zombie character in it, and the special effects on him were really good. Right. Like, the makeup job on him. But other than that, I think, like, they spent the entire makeup budget effects on him. Right, because I, I just have this weird feeling that you're looking through it through the lens of an actual horror fan on a movie that's a, a kid's horror movie. No, you know what so, I mean? so there's a difference between a kid's horror movie. Like, I would say, in my mind's eye, and obviously I'm not comparing this to, like, let's say, like, Tales from the Crypt or, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, right? Two different kettles of fish. I'm not even comparing it to, like, Beetlejuice, okay? Because Beetlejuice, like, looks like an actual movie. Like, there's locations and special effects and wardrobe and makeup effects, right? Mm-hmm. This movie felt like they had two exteriors, two interiors, and then the rest was, like, a stage. Okay. It just looked and felt cheap. And I wasn't comparing it to, like, a horror movie. I was just comparing it to, like... A movie. Okay. And it didn't look like a movie. It felt like a really low-rent production. But you have to remember when this movie was made by Disney, Disney then was not the powerhouse they are today. Right. But you know, if you were to compare it to something of a similar ilk, just from it not uh, uh, content-wise, and you'll see where we're going to when I get to the other thing, not from a <laughs> content-wise, okay? Not the quality of the material being presented, but just like the sets and the wardrobes and the production elements, like whatever you call those. Mm -hmm. Like if you were to compare Hocus Pocus to a older Disney film and you want to say the ghost in Mr. Chicken to Mary Poppins to any of those live action deals there, right? Like Witch Mountain, stuff like that? Sure. Or if you want to go with something more current, like your... TV shows like your Sweet Life and Zack and Cody's <laughs> or your high school musicals, right? Right. Hocus Pocus is the bottom of the valley of both of those things. Like wow. if we're talking like 
Mary Poppins and like those sort of movies like that came before it. Like the budget was good and things looked good. And then it started to dip and the dip got us to Hocus Pocus. And then like the animation turned around. So they were able to actually put some production in their live action stuff. And it went back up. Okay. Do you follow what I mean? Right. But do you, wouldn't you say there's probably some peaks even, even in the Hocus Pocus time, or were you just saying everything was like that? During Hocus Pocus time. I would say most things. Um, Okay. Because I'm not, you know. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to look at some of the the list here, right? No problem. Because I'm probably equating in my mind now to Hocus Pocus to being an extra special episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. You know what? And that's the thing. I'll say Sabrina the Teenage Witch, better production values. Ah, oh, well, Melissa Joan Hart knows knows what jobs to take, Joe. Right. So um, so the movie that we attempted to watch this week, okay, mm-hmm. was uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, te- great, you know, Halloween movie. It's in Halloween, there's monsters, right? Right. And my kid wanted nothing to do with this. He hated it. <laughs> right, because your kid's too cool. He's yeah. getting there. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I was I was laughing. <laughs> this was the this was the peak of being hip, Ace, when I was a kid. Okay, so listen to me. So 1993 was the live action Hocus Pocus film. Okay. Okay. Now I can go before and I could cherry pick this list, but I'm gonna play fair. Right. Nine other live action 1993 Disney films. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking like Touchstone. I'm not talking like any of the other studios. Disney is on the marquee, okay? Mm-hmm. The other live action films from Disney in 1993 were uh, some uh, Huck Finn movie. Okay. And Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings, great movie. Okay. Not only is Cool Runnings a good movie, but it actually looks like a movie. See, I'd have to watch Hocus Pocus because I have no, no, like you know, line to to judge it. I'm just going by what you're saying, and I always think your 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 opinion's tainted. That's all I'm gonna say. Right, and I'm gonna say don't watch it. Well, I won't watch it until next Halloween. You know. Oh, okay. And by then, I'll have forgotten. Because, like, you also had that year, like, the Homeward Bound movies, but those don't really count because those are just, like, animals doing things, and then we edit things in over the what the animals are saying, you know? Right. So you're telling me Disney only had three movies that year of live action? No. they ha- Well, see, that's the thing. So they had Muppet Christmas Carol. There's, there's all your that's, money. But that's there. Jim Henson Productions. Not te- You know what I mean? I'm talking Disney on the marquee. Okay? Okay. But then you have like all their little arms. They're like, here's Touchstone. Here's Amblin Entertainment. Here's Caravan Pictures. Here's Avnet Kerner. Here's oh. Hollywood Pictures. And like, here's all these other arms of Disney that are not, they're not like well, the Disney, right? No, I get you. I just think that's weird that straight up the, the Disney proper only had three live action movies, you know? So in 1990, right. Well, that's the thing. In 1992, they had none. In 1991, they had none. In 1990, they had none. Live-action movies. That blows my mind. That completely blows my mind. 
But that's the thing. All their quote unquote partner companies did, right? Mm-hmm. So ni- when I say 1991 movies that are made by Disney, Rocketeer. Was that Disney proper? That's Touchstone Pictures. Okay, like I get like there's because okay. I think wasn't Miramax part of Disney at one point? Miramax becomes part of Disney later on. Right. I knew it was. So Okay. Yeah. So also 1991, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. That, that's I, not Disney, but that's Pegasus Entertainment, which is owned by Disney. Right. Okay. Uh 1992. We have um we have Mighty Ducks, Honey I Blew Up the Kid, and Newsies. Mm-hmm. Not Disney per se, but they're touchstone pictures. Right, really. I always thought the Honey movies were no. Disney proper. Like, they're part of the Disney umbrella, but they're not Disney Disney. Right, okay. Um. But then, like I said, you know, in, in 1993, it was Adventures of Huck Finn, Disney Disney. Hocus Pocus, Disney Disney, Cool Running, Disney Disney. Okay. I guess when you have when you have that many other studios that you own, you don't have to. You know what I mean? Right. We're, that all all that money's going to trickle up, Joe. Yeah, of course. So I'm wondering, like, but they did did probably still have because you have the list in front of you, uh, animated movies, though, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like every okay. year had at least one, mm-hmm. um, maybe two. You know, obviously, and this is we we've talked about this before on an after dark. Right. Um, where like the kind of like how this was like where the Disney animation started to come around starting in 89. So 89, you have uh, Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. 90, you have Rescuers Down Under, which is kind of like that's the last of the quote unquote bad ones, right? Okay. So then 91, you've got Beauty and the Beast. Never 92, saw. 92, you got Aladdin. Saw. 93, you got Lo- or 94, you got Lion King. Never saw. Lion King's great. You'd love right. Lion King. I I believe it. I just I have I'm I'm very deficient in my Disney like peak movies around there. Right. Ninety five. You have Pocahontas and I guess Toy Story. I don't count the Pixar's as Disney. Right. Well, okay. So I don't count the Pixar's at this time as Disney. Uh, in two thousand, whatever, when they buy Pixar and they own Pixar, Lock, Stock, and Battle, uh, Lock, Stock, and Barrel, I'm like, okay, now it's Disney, quote unquote, because and Disney I, bought. Right, but then by that logic, you have to add all the live action movies that Disney owned the studios, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. Uh, but that thing, well, that's why I said, that's why I said, I guess Toy Story, but I'm I'm willing to say no to Toy Story for 1995. Right, but when you get to when they own them, do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, we don't retro. I can't retroactively go on the list and fix these things, you know. Right, um, but what I'm saying is, if in the future, right, if Pixar counts as an animated Disney movie, mm-hmm. then Touchstone live action counts as a Disney movie in '91. I guess. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Like you're. You're, you're separating the rules for different things. It's like, no, either it's Disney proper or it's not. So I'll say it's not. Okay. Then Pixar is not later on. Right. Uh, so, okay. 95, we got Pocahontas. 96, we have Hunchback. 97, we have Hercules. 98, we've got Mulan. Uh, 99, we got Tarzan. And then, like, we're like by that time, they're, like, off and running. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. By the way, just in there, saw Hunchback... 
uh, and that's my favorite. Hunchback of like the t- the ones that I saw at the time. Uh, I just there's something about that. That just that movie's way darker than the other ones to me. And I yeah, love Tarzan. But, Tarzan's but an underrated. Right. Tarzan's definitely underrated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get you. So. So I guess that's it for uh, this episode of Longbox Heroes After Dark, uh, three twelve. Yeah, I guess you don't even have to do too many time codes up front, Joe. Hmm. I gotta like do like a tiny shave, maybe, right? I don't think so. I think you just as is. All right. So that being that being said, um, I'm glad that we're hand. Well, you know what? I think by the time that this comes out to people who aren't Patreon, the Patreon offer will be off the table. Okay. Um, that's all. Um, and if it's not, I don't know. There's a tweet that went out from the Longbox Heroes account. If it still exists, send me Joe a message, and you can get a month of the Patreon for free. Um, at the five dollar level. And uh, if the tweet doesn't exist, that means from listening to the main show when it came out, then uh, other people took took that deal out from underneath you. Yep. All right. So, uh, everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, Longbox Heroes After Dark 312. And uh, we'll catch you all here next week. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Network.